This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. This is Randy Zuckerberg Means Business on Business Radio. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, and I am so thrilled to welcome our final guest for today's show, digital artist Mike Winkleman, known as Beeple, who made history in March when his NFT titled Every Days, The First 5,000 Days, sold for over $69 million at auction at Christie's, which we were just speaking with Noah about. Beeple, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Oh, right. Well, first of all, I mean, just how t- take us back to March to that incredible record breaking uh, moment. And uh, what was that like? Yeah, it was um, it was definitely very, very surreal. It, it's something where I, I you know, I, I, to be honest, did not see this sort of like NFT thing coming. I only learned of NFTs in October of, of last year. So it has been quite a ride since then. Obviously, I've been making, you know, digital art for the last 20 years. But like most other digital artists, I never really thought of it as, as something that you could truly own and collect. And so this has been just such a, a massive, massive paradigm shift that is so, so exciting to see, you know, people look at this work in, in a different light and look at it in the same light as you would any other sort of like art form. Mm, absolutely. I mean, you are you're such a legend in in the design world, the motion design world. Um, what I mean, maybe you can take tell us just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got the name Beeple and, and a little bit of your journey. Sure, sure. So, yeah, I've been creating, you know, uh, digital artwork for 20 years. Um, I, I started out doing sort of short films um, and then started doing the Everyday Project in 2007. And for those who don't, you, you know, have not heard of that, it's where I do a picture every day from start to finish. Um, it's been, you know, going on 14 years now. And that was the piece that was sold at Christie's was a collection of the first 5,000 of those pictures from May 1st, 2007 to January 7th, 2021, earlier this year. Um, and so that was the piece that sold. So I, I'm, you know, sort of had built a following around the everydays, but then um, I've also built a, a following around sort of concert visuals. I did a bunch of, of concert visual work for Katy Perry and Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande in the last couple of Super Bowls and things like that. So that's been another huge, huge part of my work um, as well. Awesome. All right. So you mentioned that you, you d- didn't really see NFTs coming. So when did it first get on your radar? And uh, when did you first get excited about kind of NFT marketplace and creating art? Sure. So it it kind of uh, people sort of kept bugging me because, again, I was sort of a, a you know, very popular digital artist before all of this. Uh, people kept sort of, you know, kind of bugging me and they're like, you got to look into this. You got to look into it. And when they finally kind of like got through to me and I sort of like uh, took a serious look at it immediately, it sort of like clicked for me. And I immediately realized that this had the potential to be absolutely massive. And so from there, it was just sort of like head down. I was completely down the rabbit hole consumed by sort of trying to understand this and, and understand what's possible and, and sort of what has been done before, what hasn't been done. And so it's just been absolutely, you know, all consuming since then. 
For sure. All right. I took in the first half of the of today's show, I took our listeners through a few of the big NFT marketplaces. So which one did you first launch on and why did you decide on that that particular site? So Nifty Gateway, which I think you, you talked to to Duncan and, and Yes, uh, Duncan Griffin, and Griffin. That yep, yeah, that was the first um site that I launched on. And it sort of kind of came perchance just because when I was talking to them um, I, I sort of proposed the idea that we could make a NFT that would change based on the outcome of the election. Um, it would kind of have one state, uh, sort of a, a kind of neutral state before the election. And then based on whether Trump won or Biden won, it was going to change forever to that state. But the auction was going to happen before the election. And so you wouldn't know the final sort of, you know, state of this piece. Um, and so, you know, they were like, oh, that's a great idea. And so, you know, they kind of uh, agreed to do it. And so we were kind of like, okay. And, you know, we didn't have a, a bunch of time to, to sort of, you know, it, it was like two weeks before the election. So we needed to get this done really quick. So that's, you know, sort of part of the reason that, that I worked with them. And I also really like that they accept cash. I think that's another thing that's really important right now for, you know, to bring in more people and make this more accessible to a, a truly mainstream audience. So, yeah, I think it's it's still super early with that stuff, but there there's so many people pushing in in so many different amazing directions with the the marketplaces. For sure. For anyone just joining us, I'm speaking with the incredible digital artist known as Beeple, who made history in March when his NFT titled Every Day is Sold for over $69 million at auction at Christie's. And uh, Beeple has truly been a legend in the art world for for many years, not just this particular piece. Uh, You're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM Business Radio 132. Um, All right. So let's go back to Every Day's and I mean, aside from it just being amazing, I I am a very dedicated follower of your art and on social media and everywhere. I mean, it's it's truly astounding the quality and just the quantity of work you put out. But why do you think that every day has touched such a nerve and was able to, uh, you know, was able to be so successful? Aside from the fact that it's stunning and amazing, but but why yeah, why yeah, that I- piece? Um, I think it was, I think, honestly, uh, it being at Christie's, I think that did help a lot with the sort of validation. But I think it it sort of represented a, a kind of historical look at digital art over, uh, you know, a longer period of time, even than, than NFTs had been around. And so I think that's why it kind of connected with, um, you know, a, a lot of people with so much. Um, and I think it is also sort of very representative representative of our times and if you look at the piece it's it's kind of overwhelming in how much sort of information is sort of being you know pushed at you 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 can't really take it all in and i think that's very sort of um indicative of the times that we live in it's it's just an absolute um you know mountain of media that we're facing every single day and if you step back and look at the piece it also kind of looks like almost like noise you can't you can't really discern anything and so i think that's another sort of aspect of it that also kind of you know resonates with a lot of people is just there's so much noise out there there's so many things going on it's, it's so overwhelming so i think it is really a piece that kind of you know sort of speaks to the the kind of times that we live in absolutely all right so are you like all in on nfts now or i mean what what does your life look like these days and what what are you working on that you're excited about 
yeah, I'm working on more artwork with NFTs. Um, yeah, I think it's. I, I think we've just absolutely barely scratched the the surface with this stuff. I think um, still the average person doesn't really sort of understand, you know, what this is or understand the the kind of potential of this here. So I, I'm very very excited to to continue pushing in this space, and and it's so exciting, you know, being a part of this and sort of feeling like everybody in the community is, is kind of writing the rules for this and sort of figuring this out and figuring out what works, what doesn't work. Um, and so it's just a super exciting time to sort of be creating digital art with this new sort of medium that we now have to, to utilize. For sure. I, I'm curious, I mean, how would you, how do you respond to people who say, oh, this is just a bubble? Um, I mean, is it a bubble or, or is this, you know, a, a part of art collecting that's here to stay? I absolutely think it's a part of our collecting that's here to say. And I think if you look at any sort of asset, it's going to go up and down. Bitcoin is not, uh, you know, has not gone straight up since day one. It, it goes up, it goes down. That's normal. That That's, you know, healthy people figuring out, you know, what has true value over a long period of time. You're going to get that. So I think it's one of those things where I, I'm sort of focused on the long term, you know, kind of viability of this, which I think is very strong. And I think just even beyond digital art, I honestly think NFTs are going to be something where you don't sort of, you don't kind of choose whether you, you want to, you know, believe in them or this or that. I think it's going, they're going to be given out for many, many different things. And it's going to be sort of analogous to email. And you don't really choose if you believe in email, you just have to have an email address. And that's just kind of part of being a, a, a sort of adult or whatever. And so um, I, I think you'll have them for your car, your diploma, your house, your, your, you know, just anything you need a receipt or anything you want to prove ownership of a either physical or virtual good. I think you'll have an NFT for. So I think just in terms of the technology, we've really just scratched the service. And I think it's, it's going to be, you know, more and more exciting as people figuring out, figure out, out new use cases for this, you know, digital ownership. For sure. I, it's funny you um you talked about email and things because I, I remember when people were like debating if, if email was a thing. And, and now that that yeah. seems really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I mean, all these things, it's hard to sort of, uh, you know, remember back to like early adoption and whether you were like, eh, does this have value? Do I need a Facebook account? I mean, there's another it's not, not everybody needs these things. And then it's kind of like you realize that it's like, Oh, wait a second, these have a, a tremendous amount of use cases. And the reason I think NFTs are, are going to be here to stay because this this um, concept of, of sort of ownership is not something that we've had before, but it's very simple and can be applied to many, many different things because you can program any sort of rules on top of that. So I, I think, you know, right now the digital art is, is the first sort of use case of this, but I think you're going to see more and more use cases that have nothing to do with digital art um, pop up. And I think it's it's going to be, you know, absolutely massive. For sure. All right. In our final moments to, together, I'm, I'm curious, what inspired, like, what other artists are you following right now or what's inspiring you in the, the digital space to uh, to expand your own horizons? Uh, I think there are so many, uh, you know, super inspiring projects out there that are, are just absolutely fascinating. Obviously, you know, CryptoPunks is, is amazing. Board Ape Club is, is absolutely killing it right now. I think Ashthorpe, um, G-Monk are, are also some artists that, you know, have been very, very prominent in the, you know, digital art space for the last 20 years. 
And so uh, I think it's it's going to be a really exciting time. And I think, you know, this is, you know, truly the next chapter of sort of art history. I think just like graffiti before it, it was sort of took a while for people to kind of recognize this as a true art form. But I think we're definitely there now. And it's just going to, you know, continue as as more people, you know, come to the space. Absolutely. Beeple, thank you so much for joining the show. You are truly a legend, and it, I, I was just so excited to speak with you today. Congratulations on your success and for just leading us into this new, more accessible world. Where can our listeners go to keep up with you and your work? Um, if they they can Google Beeple, I would maybe not do that at your work computer. There is, <laughs> I will give a warning that some of the stuff is a little not suitable for work. Uh, so I would maybe do that in the private. It's all right. Room. We're all working from home now. So, you know, go, 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 go for it. You Be- can do it then. Go for it. <laughs> That's right. People away. Thank you so much. You're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business, Sirius XM 132 Business Radio. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 